Mm, okay. Sound like you're drinking something. What you drinking? Do I really? Um, I have just water right now. Oh, okay. I went golfing tonight, and um, you went golfing tonight. Yeah, yeah. Well, not tonight. Tonight, like this, right after work, I made uh, I made the Hello Fresh, and then scarfed it down with Lindsay, and then proceeded to meet friends of ours, their brothers uh, at uh, Simi Simi Hills down the street. So it's like five minutes away. It's not very far. Yeah. And we played the front nine. Jesus Christ. After dinner, yeah. between the dinner and the podcast? Dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I am running on uh, running on Duncan. Wow, man. Not, not even coffee. I'm impressed. I'm even... Thanks. <laughs> um, so I'm just making sure I get my uh, my agua in while I have the, the opportunity. Oh, up? How'd you do? Terrible. So we played... Uh, his, his brother is really good. So it was Josh and I, we played best ball and we, he still beat us by seven strokes. So yeah. Yeah. Do you ever play? Uh, well, I don't know what you mean by best ball, but, uh, I like golf. I don't play it often because it <laughs> takes a long time. Like I would, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't think I could ever like pull off a, uh, uh, half a game of golf between dinner and the pod. Yeah. <laughs> it was two hours and we played. Um, we played eight holes and the ninth hole we had to pull out the, uh, and they're pretty sweet. The light up balls. <laughs> That's amazing. I've never done that. Yeah. yeah. And what's cool is I guess they're led powered and they, they light up on impact and they stay lit for, I don't know if it's like a, from the time they're turned on, if they stay lit for like 15 minutes uh-huh. But they like one of one of us, his ball stopped uh, right when he was going to go hit into the uh, the cup. It, uh, it turned off. Mine didn't. Oh, it's not I, even I, I like can't... a gradual thing. It just cuts no, off. it just shuts off. Yeah. Oh, man. So I imagine there's some kind of internal timer. It's like um, there's some kind of toy that I've played with. You know, I'm sure I'm sure like and it's uh, kind of like the shoes where you hit them hard enough. Yeah. And then they'll they'll light up for, you know, five seconds or something. But oh, totally. I can't imagine that, you know, when you're on the when you're on the uh, the putting green that you're going to hit it hard enough where it's going <laughs> to light back yeah. up. Yeah, totally. So it's kind of cool though. So he bought, I think something like a four pack, but you don't know what color you have until you smash it. And, uh, it was pretty sweet. We were all sitting there at the tee and, um, we would knock it off. Uh, I went second and I, I like sculled it. It was terrible, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Josh was green. Uh, and then I hit and I was, I think I was white or no, I was blue, and then Jason was white, and it's just like he he knocked it straight up, like it, both Josh and I terrible, like sculled it, and it just went <laughs> scooted out, and I got a video of it, and like I don't even want to watch the video, throw it away. But Jason <laughs> hit hit third, and he crushed it, and because it was yeah. white, it looked like we both remarked, it goes that looks like a star, and it was just flying through the sky, <laughs> you know, like Amazing. if if you looked, it was like way up high. Um, wow. And it got so high in the sky up above the tree line that it looked like a, a star that was just uh, like a little twinkle or kind of like a sparkle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jimmy Eat Pot. Woo. Oh, yeah. I was, was going to ask, one, like, man. what happens if you hit it so hard that it explodes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it. it's uh, I don't play often. And yeah. how often do I, I mean, talking sports and stuff. Yeah. Um, doing like doing the research for our, um, 
our Patreon episode. Yeah. And uh, listening to the, uh, the the podcast that the subjects have been on before. Yeah. And uh, I can I can say it was Tom Mullen. And they at the end of this, they're talking sports and they're discussing like AAA yeah. baseball teams. And I'm like, what? I, yeah. I, I, I'm totally tuned oh out. Oh, my God. The last... I went to these games. <laughs> I shacked balls at that game. Yeah, and he's like dropping the names of these and they both agree like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's the team we're talking about. Yeah. Like, I would never know. Yeah. I did go to Forks, a Quakes man. game once, and we saw Jock Peterson before he came up to the majors. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Where did they play? Oh, Are, no. We saw, Quakes? I think we saw, did we see, yeah, the Quakes. This, I don't, man, it was so, it was where it was like, oh, yeah, it'll be like a fun, long drive. And I thought long was going to be like 45 minutes to like uh-huh. like an hour 15. No, this was like a good two hours, two and a half hours yes. away. <laughs> And like, uh, like, like Temecula is the direction, but, and I probably in my mind, I was like, oh, it'll be like in Temecula. Like it'll be like 90 minutes in traffic. No, man, it took forever to get out there. Um, but it was cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's like, uh, is it like the spring training, uh, size? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Field where real small. Yeah, totally. And I remember telling Susie, uh, we we were right behind home plate. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause we're, we were just like, oh, this is like cheaper than like uh, (laughs) nosebleeds at Dodger stadium. So we sat right behind home plate and, uh, and Susie and my buddy Jeff went to go get beer. And this is my favorite stories. I was like, oh, get me like something that sounds really good. And she comes back and it's the middle of a play and I take a sip and I was like, what is this? This is amazing. She was like, it's Bud Light. Ah, uh, the blind taste test. Yeah. And it passed. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> this is so refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh <laughs> But yeah, that that was fun. We we specifically went to see Jock because he had so much uh heat. We, everybody knew that he was going to be like the kid, so um we went out to see him. A young Jock. A young anyway, Jock. Oh yeah. Um yeah, yeah. housekeeping. Um, I yep. got a response on Twitter and Roy Miranda is that Roy. So yeah, um, man confirmed nice by Zach himself, Roy Miranda, local Phoenix artist. And then he links to his private Instagram, uh, says Zach. So that's cool. Um, ah, we did. You did play it at the end of the episode. Um, but maybe let's play an Easter egg here where the video I sent you where I figured it out. And I sent that same video to, uh, to our buddy Paul, who we played at the Paul. end of the last uh, episode. Is. Yeah. Um, but maybe we could play uh, my little ditty, um, which is not nearly as good as Paul's. Um, but uh, here, if you don't have it handy. Yeah, resend that to me because it's pretty far I'm up in the thread. Right now. I think I went too far. I've gone too far. Right? Meow. All right. Well, let's see. Yeah, yours was good. Um, I think I told you how much I love Paul's voice. Yeah. <laughs> Where I mean, is he in the mid? Is he in the Midwest? Oh, it's so funny. I must not have sent you a video. I must have only sent it to Paul. I don't know. I got one from you. I definitely got one from you, and you were fiddling around with it. If that's oh, okay. the one, you were at work. Then you, we I, must I, we have were, sent a bunch of videos. Oh, here we go. This has got to be it. I mean, it, you did uh, send your coworker several. <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. That's good. That's rich. Uh, I talked to him about it. He was like, I can't believe that instrumental CD was $125. I was like, oh, yeah, man. 
because I sent him the Discogs post for the Bleed American Instrumentals, uh, the promo CD with uh, the DreamWorks email on it and everything. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you should be getting it if you haven't already received it. And you can see my uh, my Les Paul knockoff ah, yes. uh, with the Sing the Sorrow and Rancid stickers on it. It's black and red. That's the last off the yep. bus guitar. So now let me, uh, I don't think that my messages will play, but I'm going to double click it. And then also behind me is uh, my one of my favorite Blink yeah. posters. And I, I should know who who the artist is and i can look it up but it's a uh, it's like a uh, sexy bunny cartoon <laughs> but then torn uh-huh. apart torn across the middle so it, it's it's a triptych almost the top is sexy bunny ears on uh, a lady and the bottom is sexy bunny cosplay lady but then torn down the <laughs> middle uh you can see thumper right through the middle because blink's uh icon oh. is uh, a rabbit so yeah, uh, yeah, this yeah. artist did a series of these. Um, let me look up the artist's name while uh, you do this. Yeah, um, I'm opening this up in the proper application so we can record this. But QuickTime, uh, yeah, <laughs> go <PLC>. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, QuickTime, and it's it's taking its sweet it time is. as per usual. Per the yeah. usual. Um, I'm pulling it up. Blink 182, Thumper and Plaid Rabbits. That's not it. Okay, pardon, I am not a guitarist, but it goes in standard tuning, G, to whatever this is, to whatever this is. (laughs) It's so sexy. (laughs) So that's why his hand barely moves. He's doing uh, G, uh, E, A. This is an A. To whatever this is so i'm dropping i'm playing an a a d whatever that is and whatever that is and then i'm bar- barring that i think that's it so listen oh man david it's like how do you not just riff on that it, for yeah it was very uh <laughs> it was very exciting so <laughs> Uh, I was yeah, this afternoon that, even in between songs, I was like, "I this is I gotta play those chords again." Yeah, Paul's sounds way. So, did uh, either my or Paul's video help you uh, learn that chord? And now you know it. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, it was. Uh, a yeah, good... it was a D minor seven is what I think it was. Oh, was it? It was like being... Ace. What was it? Ace. It was an A suspended seven, and then it goes to a D right. minor seven. Then right. it goes back down to the B. <laughs> Could be minor, and then one was like A at eleven or something like that. I was like, "What is that? I never even heard of that." A at yeah. eleven. I don't have that many. Fingers. We were doing mathematics just to get a chord. Yeah, <laughs> math.gif. <laughs> um, so Ian Williams is the one that made that uh, poster, and mine is from the MTS Center in Winnipeg. But I loved that artwork so much, and uh, they actually played a show with a banner size uh oh sick of that poster um so yeah it's super cool and i thought it would be appropriate for me to have it work since i cut on disney content ah um so yeah that is uh my little ditty and then next week is 100th episode so get your voicemails in uh i suppose it will be too late by the time (laughs) this comes out (laughs) 
that we will have recorded <laughs> it. But no, no, no. If you get them in, we'll cut them in. Uh, we just yeah. won't react to them uh, in time. Um, or we could do the thing where it's like, oh, uh, on the 101st episode in housekeeping, we'll play back the voicemails because, uh, you know, that's when you count like you have 100 in the bag, you know? <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Correct. Okay. Anyway, uh, here we go. The song is Sparkle. It's from the Japanese edition of Futures. It's from the Mark Trombino sessions and from the All Areas special, The Bands des Jars. Uh, it's track uh, 17 of 17 on the Japanese Futures edition yeah. on the second disc or 10 of 12 on the Mark Trombino sessions. And I could not tell the difference. We'll listen to it. But I listened to them all back to back that we had on the Google Drive, including a flack. I lined up all of the uh, tracks other than the waveforms being slightly different, like an EQ or something. And what's funny is the flack look clipped, like clipped to shit <laughs> um, <laughs> to the edge. Yeah. <laughs> what was weird is it's to the edge, but the edge was like lower than some of the other like MP3s. The MP3s like were bouncing all happy, like through the full spectrum. Like it had, but oh, what is, and what is that the called? That's like they've like, cut the top. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. They came in with a hedge trimmer and just <laughs> trimmed the top of the waveforms <laughs> on the, on the flak. So whoever ripped that flak, uh, uh, double check. <laughs> yeah, um, they're not getting the whole sound. No, you're not getting the spectrum. Um, uh, released uh, March 23rd, 2005 was the Japanese Futures edition. Um, and uh, th- then the German comp, all areas special, the bands de jazz, uh, <laughs> came out December 2004. And technically, that's the quote unquote official release. This is produced by Mark Trombino and Jimmy Eat World, written by Jimmy Eat World, artist is Jimmy Eat World, singer is Jim. I put label interscope because that's yeah, who got that's what credited I got. on uh, on that German release, right? Um, yeah. Notable high notes of G sharp four and F sharp four. Get this, Justin. Low uh, notes of yes. B flat two and G sharp two, the lowest note hit in the entirety I, of Jimmy World's catalog. I read that before hearing the song, listened to it, and I immediately went, oh, there it is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right off the bat. That's the note. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I have uh, that they played it, uh, <laughs> apparently, uh, Last FM only had them playing it once ever, um, but I have a few performances of it uh, that we can listen to. Um, Last FM Scrabbles uh, has been scrabbled a total of 2,642 times. However, then there's a separate entry for the non-LP version, which we were talking about with Futures Past. And what does that even mean? The entire track is a non-LP version. <laughs> so what LP right. are they referring to? I mean, it wasn't on Futures, so I don't know. But that version has 531 Scrabbles. Oh, no, 531 listens, listeners, 1,055 Scrabbles. So, you know, 3,700 Scrabbles altogether across uh-huh. uh 13,000 oh i have that wrong okay so it's 3,000 listeners and about 14,000 scrabbles uh of which two 14, are thousand okay yeah yeah i don't have i don't have not a one not not a single None. scrabble for Sparkle. had you heard the song before hadn't heard i i you know oh. it didn't even ring any bells hearing it so wow. the moment that i heard that uh that first low note from Jim oh, yeah. uh, was the first time it had graced my ears. <laughs> yeah. So uh, should we um, do lyrics first or should we listen to it a little bit first? 
Uh, let's listen to it. I got it queued yeah, up. Some people may not know. And here's the thing. Is I've got a Minty 907 remaster. I have something labeled oh, as a demo. They all sound the same. They all have the same properties. Nothing has like, oh, this one has an organ, or this one has doubled up vocals, or this one has different words in the first verse. I could not find, and 44 Pod. if you know what the definitive thing is that's different between all these, Minty 907 remastered one but he, he just did eq on it it's the same bpm it's the same everything so right right what were you this, gonna say i also Justin? wanted to say this was the first time where i had a shazam record come up um in my search results me too i of, saw that of all tracks right sparkle yeah <laughs> i wonder where i mean i wish i could see where these people shazammed it you know it's, mm. i don't i doubt it's gonna be yeah, in like region at least like it's uh, in the midwest or <laughs> Right, yeah, at least at the very least that. I got 77 Shazams for Sparkle, and uh, which is an interesting stat. Uh, yeah, again, just wondering where they listen to it. 77 Shazam uh, I wish I had more. <laughs> uh, also, the imagery for this, the Sparkle... Uh, Artwork. The album art yeah. wasn't that sh- didn't Sexy. that show up in the pod? Was that in the pod chat or the, uh, was it off? Yeah, it did get put <laughs> in the pod chat. It's on Futures Past's post of it on. Uh, a couple of live versions that he has uh, on YouTube. Um, but yeah. Where did I see the artwork? The artwork I saw on like it was also uh, title. On... Title has the track up for stream. That's the only streaming service oh, really? that has the the track. Uh, and so then I thought that Futures Past made that artwork, but Title has that as the official artwork for this song. So. And is that the one that's on his rare Steve's the Steve's rare music? Yes. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Thought so. Okay, yeah, that was it for the stats. Then I just wanted to mention that that was the of of all times with all of these tracks. It's the one the one song I have never heard. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Although I did like venture that- into when we have tracks like this that don't have a ton of information, I start going into the Google verse as opposed to my set like fifty seven links that I'm yeah searching all the time. Right. Um, and I think that that's how I ended up on title. You know what I mean? Like I was like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Just go deeper. Yeah. So let's take a let's take a listen. Which version here? What's the track? Name um, I am pulling using? one. It's just sparkle.mp3 from our uh, Google Drive. Got it. All right. So no demo, no copy, no tracked uh, number in front of it. All right. Let's see. Here we go. She's got a worry. I don't know.
All right. A bad um, word. Did he say a bad word? Which one? He, right way. He says shit. I don't have that. I have sit down. Oh, but I don't doesn't always mean down. you should. I thought it was. Oh. That doesn't always. I, I thought he said that doesn't mean shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean you should. Oh. Uh, there you go. <laughs> that doesn't always mean you shit. I didn't hear the sh- the you part. That doesn't. I thought he just meant uh, do it because you want to. Oh, do doesn't it always you can. mean that shit. That doesn't always mean uh, shit. Yeah, way more sense now. That yeah. sounds like something Jim would say. Yeah, mean you shit. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to listen closely at the live versions <laughs> and see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it happened to pause itself right there, so I figured that was a nice time for us to perfect. jump out of this yeah. song anyway. Yeah. 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 Uh, so there, there you have it. Um, when we get into. I, you know, we'll get into this, I guess, when we read the comments from the other versions. I could I could mention it now. Um, somebody on the Steve's Rare Music in the thread there of comments, they did mention that it has a Weezer sound. So a little bit later in this episode, mm-hmm. I've got a little something with that. There is a specific song I, I'm pretty nice. sure they're talking about. So we the can one. we can visit yeah. that. The one. And then yeah. I did open up a separate, a separate tab on song meanings, there are two versions of the lyrics for this song. One is the live version they were playing in 2000. Uh, I might as well say the one concert that's setlist.fm had had March 20, March 31st, 2000 at Nita's Hideaway. Um, and I believe the alternate lyrics that I have open here from those shows as opposed to from the future sessions. But he still doesn't say that doesn't mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh why don't we go uh line by line i'll have the alternate yeah. lyrics open and we can compare okay so i grabbed mine from genius i did make some adjustments Perfect. not actually oh. i made some additions like there wasn't any it wasn't any changes it didn't seem oh, they just okay. had they were missing a couple of things uh and it's more of just you kind of heard jim singing this the uh i'll go line by line here so you want to go line by line she's got a worry i don't know and yes. then in parentheses, I have staring away. So yes. Staring away. She's got a worry. I don't know. Staring away. Only 19 in this picture. 19 today. Yes. Okay. Uh, what I think they're saying there is maybe this is they're looking at a photo of like uh, either innocence lost or before that loss of innocence. Uh, something in her face that only he can see. Maybe he knows something. There's some kind of uh, thing that they both know about. And he's looking at this picture and maybe it's her, you know, at 19 and maybe she is not as she's more pure than uh, what we're going to get into in a, in a moment with this song. Because I, I have a theory of what this this track is about. So, OK, only cool. 19. In I this don't. Picture, so 19 yeah. today. <laughs> OK, don't take the mystery away from me. I'm so sorry. Uh, and I think they're saying with this line and because this is kind of awkwardly broken up, there's five lines in each one of these verses. I kept the middle line. I've annotated that one on its own. And this one, I think, with don't take the mystery away from me, I'm so sorry, is by saying I'm so sorry uh, in in the same breath, so they're using a semicolon there, uh, is mm-hmm. this out of his control? Maybe he has a compulsion he needs to, ful- uh, he needs to fulfill? Uh, and then the last two lines are, now promises were made and broken as they're told. What makes you put trust in me? And, and these last three lines, there's also, so in parentheses before I had staring away and then 19 today. But these ones, it just seems like Jim going, ah, ah. And there's not really any mm. words associated with it. It's just him kind of awing. Uh, with these last two lines, uh, promises were made and broken as they're told. What makes you put trust in me? 
uh, maybe they're going to come together and, and maybe they're young and awkward. And this is that moment where there's that loss of innocence or the stealing of innocence with this, with the, with the, uh, uh, the narrator here. Was there any difference in the lyrics so far from what you have? No. Okay. All right. Then we jump into the chorus with such a worried heart. You'll spend your lifetime waiting. Uh, and I, I was, I keep thinking about this. I, I never had a chance to look it up. Which other, do you know off the top of your head, I'm putting you on the spot, which other Jimmy World Lyric has your lifetime waiting, spend your life waiting, uh, spend your life waiting? Yeah. Is, is it off of Clarity? Is it a track off of Clarity? Mm, no, I'm thinking later, uh, but I, I, okay. can, I can find that out for you. Okay, yeah, and I, I, keep, I kept forgetting it. It looked so familiar, and I was like, oh, I know that there's a song that has lifetime waiting, and now I just realized, oh, it's a Jimmy World song. Right, And yeah. maybe, you know, that's just one of those turn of phrases that he likes, turns of phrase. Uh, so with such a worried heart, you'll spend your lifetime waiting. It sounds like he's coaxing her. At this point, this is what it sounds like. He's coaxing her or reminding her why she wanted to do this in the first place. Uh, now we're getting more to the meat of this, which is where I, I kind of think the song is going. Uh, second half of the chorus is, I'm only asking once to catch the sparkle fading away somewhere behind your eyes. And I think this guy is feeling a little bit remorseful. Maybe he feels bad pressing her as he watches or will witness the sparkle, or in my case, the innocence, fading away. And when you say behind your eyes, uh, I think that's just, you know, like the eyes are the window to the soul. He's seeing this deeper than anyone else can see. He knows something, kind of like they've had this pact where they're going to make this big decision, and maybe she's on the fence about it, but he's reminding her that, look, we both agreed we were going to do this, and yeah. I know that you're going to lose your innocence by doing this, but this is what we, we agreed to. And he almost feels bad in, in having to remind her about that. Yeah. That's what I'm getting from verse one in chorus. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I looked it yeah. up. My guess is it's 23 that you're thinking of. You'll sit alone forever yeah. if you wait for the right time. What are you hoping for? That's That must be it. Similar to li spend your lifetime waiting, right? I think. Yep, yep. that's got to be it. Yeah. It's got to be 23. 44J, but still, it seems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so no differences in the lyrics now. Uh, verse 2. And, and, oh, that's another thing I wanted to note. The way that these lyrics are entered in here, it seems more... And again, this goes like to, to songwriting practice. Like this was straight out of a notebook and they put the lyrics to right. um, the music that that was like, this is what the Because the lines is, don't start do at the beginning of a sentence. Sometimes yeah. they start in the middle of a sentence. Right. Yeah. And this, this, this second verse seems far longer, uh, at least word wise per line than verse one. So I'm taking my time. You take it for the night. And then in parentheses, do something. I'm taking it, but you sit down and you smile, and then in parentheses, do something right. Yep. Um, may maybe he's already been down this road, and this is a big night for her, and by him saying, but you sit down and you smile, um, again, you know, one, one thing I missed was at the very first line in that parentheses where it says staring away, it almost seems like she's got that, uh, like she's zoned out. And maybe she's just kind of thinking in her head. And in this part on verse two, I think maybe he's saying, uh, but you sit down and smile. Maybe she's feigning approval or happiness. She's not actually in it right now. She's yeah. just kind of giving him what I think she needs him to see. And he's kind of seeing through that. Or uh, she's, and in the middle line. Hmm. I was going to say, or she's, uh, she doesn't want to disappoint. 
Right. Yeah. She's doing what against her own uh, wishes or will. She's doing something just to make him feel better. And it's, it's almost like it, so far with what I'm getting from this, it seems like both sides are feeling a little awkward or remorseful in, in the position that they're being put in. It's kind of like, but we agreed that this is what we were going to do. Right. And it kind of seems like to me, the underlying theme here is this is like an awkward young um, scenario situation here. Uh, I want to know this is going to get really personal. Um, in Go ahead. TMI. Have you ever had a friend that you flirted, flirted, flirted because you never thought something would happen. And then one time, this is not this JP story. This is another story. <laughs> one time they call your bluff and they're like, all right, come over. And then you do. And it's so awkward because you're like, I did not ever think this was going to ever happen. And now here I am. And have you ever had that? Situation? And isn't that for like, yeah, isn't that so many, like so many emo kids. I feel like I, I'm sure it did. It goes beyond the whole emo thing, but you get yourself in these scenarios that you hear in songs and sure. Yeah. I've been in situations where, like it, let's say it's mostly coworkers where you kind of you're out of your comfort zone. You're meeting these people that you wouldn't necessarily meet otherwise. If you're out of high school, you're feeling more confident. But you kind of go, yeah, let's let's hang out. And then she says, okay, come over. And I, as somebody who was very nervous, would get that that drop in my gut. And yeah. uh, then I would like let's say um, this girl's house that I would go over to, like her house. I I wouldn't know how to act, and I felt yeah. awkward in being there. Um, yeah, so it has happened to me. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I imagine it's happened to you too then? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so you just find yourself in this situation that you never expected to get that far. <laughs> yeah, a lifetime ago, but yes. Yeah, no kidding, man. I, what was that? I was, yeah, it was in my early 20s when that, that happened. So, um, yeah, I, I was feeling a little bit more confident than I was in high school, though. So, <laughs> totally. <laughs> felt like I went out of my comfort zone. Uh, but yeah, so no TMI. I was perfect. Uh, I want to know what you really think. It seems a little risky now. Um, with all that's on the line, I think he wants her to be honest. Um, in the last two lines in this verse is if you do it cause you want to do it cause you can, that doesn't always mean you should. So if you do it cause you want to do it cause you can, that doesn't always mean you should. He doesn't want her to do it for the wrong reasons to please him just to do it right. to, uh, because that's what they had agreed upon. You know, like, let's say before all these emotions were up in the air, we had both agreed this was going to be a big decision for both of us, but yeah. we're going through with it, correct? And that's what he's trying to remind yeah, her. Yeah, we're on the same page, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right? I mean, we're not doing this again, are we? <laughs> Backing <laughs> out. Uh, and then it goes, uh, the chorus again, which looks to me like it's uh, it's identical there. Then there's a bridge, which is all instrumental, has a little bit of a break in there. You can tell that it's different from the chorus and the verse chords. Uh, and then in verse three, again, it's the same as verse one, save for two words. So in the middle lines of verse one, uh, the, the third line, don't take the mystery away from me, semicolon, I'm so sorry. This one has it, don't take the mystery away from me, semicolon, I said I'm sorry. Yeah. So just reiterating again that that uh, that uh, that use that or that mechanism that Jimmy World uses utilizes, which is just kind of repeating the same thing, but varying its delivery just a bit. And in this case, I just put it in in bold. I said, I'm sorry. And what am I what, what are my annotations here? He's just reiterating his sentiment again, uh, but making it more clear if she didn't get it. Maybe I don't know. Maybe she's sad or or crying or 
or something, and he's just trying to make it uh, make her feel better. I said I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, and the chorus again. So repeating ah, that chorus. But did you not have the it's just become a wasted thing? Oh, you know what? Oh, now promises right, were that. made and broken as yes. they're told. It's just become a wasted thing instead you're of... Right. Okay, what so I didn't know if that was... trust in me. Right. You're right. I didn't know if maybe that was it, where they were different. Um, but yeah, no, I missed that you one have too. It. So yeah, that's the... F- the fifth line, I have that lyric in here. Uh, let's annotate this on the fly. So it's just become a wasted thing. Again, in the in the context of this being like some kind of pre-agreed upon um, event or scenario or whatever, some act that they're going to be taking place, taking um, part in together. Uh, if they don't do it, it's just become this wasted thing. This thing that we've built up for so long now and talked about and discussed at length. And now, you know, we're both going to just let it go it's, it's going to become a wasted thing so i think that's him not necessarily trying to guilt trip i don't think so i would hope not but maybe just saying that it's this has just become a wasted thing maybe maybe we shouldn't have done this anyway yeah uh and then the last bit after that chorus uh is the outro or i have down here as a coda um i'm only asking once i'm only asking once so far away behind your eyes so far away behind your eyes. I really feel like this is his last attempt just to reiterate. He's not going to press it. And uh, he refers back to that sparkle in her eye. That was once there. If they did follow through with the act, or if it's just like her innocence is gone because they were going to go through with this, uh, this relationship thing um, and decided not to, but yeah. that's again, like that last, that last little uh, message out there is like your, that sparkle that faded from behind your eyes. Yeah. So I cute little song. Yeah, I went and did a little deep dive because my I was like, oh, our lyrics are pretty, pretty much the same. The Mm -hmm. alternate is the one closer to what you had. The other that was posted to song meanings as the official version is the live version. So uh, if you will allow me to run through the lyrics real quick. Yeah. uh, So we can see that she's on her own and I don't know where we are. Only 19 in this picture, 19 today. Don't take history with me. I said I'm sorry. Yeah, but promises are made up on your stereo. Guess you're getting over me. With such a worried heart, you'll spend a lifetime waiting. I only asking once to catch the sparkle fading so far away behind your eyes. I'm taking you down. I'm taking you away. Don't say it. I'm taking you. I'm taking you. Uh, this. Uh, I. Sorry. I'm taking you. This time you're so deserving. Whoa. Guess it really lasts the way you said. So take this now. I should have understood. Now I guess you'll never, uh, I guess you never would, baby. It's easy. With such a worried heart, you'll spend your lifetime waiting. I'm only asking once to catch the sparkle fading so far away behind your eyes. Don't take the history with me. I said I'm sorry, yeah, but promises are made upon your stereo. I want your body next to me. I'm only asking once. I'm only asking once. So far away behind your, so far away behind your eyes. So uh, some different visuals in there, uh, but almost way more specific. Like, right. I feel like I could see the stereo in that room, you know, where you're choosing the perfect song to put on for this moment. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that would be integrity blues if we're going to go through yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and big a Jimmy, but you're right. You're right. The, and the way that it just, the stereo. And then when they go, they go on to say, uh, I want your body next to me. Yeah. That's far more obvious than what they're saying in this version of sparkle. But yeah. that's, that's what I feel they, like they were getting at is that they're going to, you know, they're going to um, consummate their love. <laughs> oh Yeah. 
so those are the uh, uh, i would count those as the alternate lyrics but those are probably what the lyrics we'll hear in some of those early live versions that we'll play a little bit later right so So yeah there it is um one thing i noticed is the bridge sounds a lot like something else so there were two songs that i thought it maybe sounded like you want to play the bridge a little bit yeah i didn't make a timestamp. sorry it's okay. I'm going to refresh this, jump over to it, and then we'll see. You know, three quarters of the it. way. So yeah, that's what I kept doing. I was like, there's, a, there's two other things. So there's, there's uh, the bridge for call it in the air, but call in the air is a little more rocking. Uh-huh. Um, but I think uh-huh. it sounds a lot like the bridge and call it in the air or uh, the bridge. And for me, this is heaven, which is more ethereal and Oz and ooze. Yeah. Um, like that. Uh-huh. So those were the bridges I was kind of hearing as similar tracks. Okay, I mean, my my mind wanted to go and play the uh, that little breakdown at the end of twenty three with the guitars out there. Mm. Um, yeah, a little bit. Uh, I I can't remember what the they're not the streets have no name. You know, you two yeah. chords um, in twenty three, but this sounds like it. It sounds like the one four or one five six four. You know, that typical. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, you're right though. It it definitely has those notes in there. Sounds like a Jimmy World song. Good catch. Yeah. <laughs> As it should. Uh all right, cool. Uh for track notes, I have ASCAP info on this track, which is surprising to me being as that it's like this B-side, but I guess because it got released right. on that one comp once as an official out there song, it has to have licensing information. So, uh let's take a look real quick. It's not anything we haven't heard before, but it's still fun to look at. Uh, mm-hmm. Song view is loading up. Their loader animation is a uh, uh, little sheet music animation. Okay, Sparkle. It's got a work ID 49148142. Jim, Rick, Zach, and Tom. All credited. ASCAP controls 50%, and Turkey on Rye controls 50%. And that is what. Uh, I have on it, but it's just interesting to see that they have that. Um, We've not touched on this so much, but it did show up in the Jim Adkins live journal. (laughs) Oh, did Uh, it? Oh, Oh, boy. (laughs) At the beginning of the podcast, (laughs) we were like going nuts over this thing, and we were so excited. And then as I kept reading, I was like, "Ah, none of this is right. And sure enough, I found an entire community of these people that were like, (laughs) like they were like internet personas where they were writing live journals as these people, as fans of these people. And so anyway, 
December 23rd, 2002 at 2.41 p.m. Help, I'm trapped in a snow globe. With such a worried heart, you'll spend a lifetime waiting. I'm only asking once to catch the sparkle fading so far away behind your eyes. Tis the season to be jolly and apparently materialistic and shallow. I don't mean to sound like an after-school Christmas special, but honestly, Americans everywhere are losing their Christmas spirits. It's starting to become a contest to see who can get the best Christmas present. Pushing, shoving, and fighting over little toys for their kids. Isn't this supposed to be the season of giving? Instead of backhanding the person next to us over the Betsy Wetsy doll, shouldn't we be offering it to them in the spirit of the holidays? Is nothing sacred anymore? Well, nice guys finish last, I supposed. <laughs> uh, or at least delayed. The presents I ordered for the rest of my family won't be here until well after the holidays. This season is such a hassle. On a more positive note, our Los Angeles show in this upcoming year apparently sold out within the first five minutes. That is, of course, not including the presale. That made me giggle like a sheepish, sh- a sheepish schoolgirl. It's really proven how far we've come within the last year. Little Town, Arizona band to stadium filler. Pinch me. Current music, wham, last Christmas. <laughs> so that is, quote unquote, Jim on his live. I wonder who I, and I wonder who it was behind the, the, the oh, keyboard, yeah. you know? If you were that person, 44J Potus, let, oh, let us man. know. You got to come on the show because then we'll do an entire <laughs> Patreon episode about that thing because we've printed it yep. out just in case it ever gets scrubbed, <laughs> uh, scrubbed from the Internet. We have the we have the uh, the breadcrumbs. We have the proof. Oh, my gosh. And what a story. <laughs> Yeah. When you and I, I just remember the, that when we kept copying oh and pasting little bits, it went further and further and deeper and deeper. And oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, worth it. Juicy. <laughs> um, and then I looked at the, it was cool seeing it actually printed on the CD. The Japanese release has the the song title Sparkle printed on the artwork for the uh, album. Obviously, is this too. But yeah, yeah, how it's like futures demo, just an demo, work demo, blah, 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 blah. Then you've got the concept, work, acoustic version, and Sparkle. Sparkle does not say demo on it. So that's that. And then since we're on liner notes, the all areas special die, burn, die ba- bands des jars. Die bands, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> says uh, track 10, Jimmy World Sparkle 341. Previously unreleased, Universal, written by Jay Atkins, T. Linton, R. Birch, and Zeeland. Um, so that is what it says on the uh, album art. Oh, and other songs on here are the Shins cover of We Will Become Silhouettes. And Incubus is on here with Megalomaniac. The Hives Meet the Norm by The Hives. And Tell Her Tonight, Paul Sings, Franz Ferdinand. Mm. And American Idiot Live by Green Day opens the comp uh you got anything for track notes um i you know there wasn't a lot on it i grabbed a couple of things i did find a tab for it surprisingly enough oh from yeah i'm always uh i'm always intrigued the big songs they obviously have you know oodles and oodles there's only one version and it was posted um they edited it on the 20 the february 13th of 2014 but you can see there's a comment down at the bottom uh, from Mr. Benst, uh, October 10th, 2010. So it must have been around that time that it was uh, originally submitted. Great song and superb tabs. If you're looking for an easier, lazier way of playing this acoustically, Capo 1, transpose up half a step. Ta-da, easy chords and sounds good. Mm. And then they, they give credit. Nice work facing us all. I always I love that because I, I tend to keep my guitar in uh, E-flat, so <laughs> a half a step down. Yeah. And I, I'm constantly changing because I'll, you know, I do a lot of covers and, and play a lot of different music from different bands and these band 
they all have different ranges. So yeah, I find myself using the capo and then changing it from like, let's say it's a, it's an F B flat to a C, which is an awkward set of chords to play. But if I throw that capo in there, I can almost play the G C and D chords if I put mm. it in the right spot. So anytime I see somebody giving these, uh, these little tips with the capo, love it helps. Yeah, totally. Right. What'd you hit me with here? Um, so I, I've always talked about these twit.fm links. Oh, yeah. And I always just assume, oh, it's a dead service. I don't have to worry about it. So the band tweeted this out January 12th, 2010. And I put it in the Wayback Machine, not expecting to see anything. And there's a scrub from February 17th, 2010, where it's got the song. It tells us how many times it got played, 3,180 plays. And um, it's got some comments here from MSB Foxing pick underscore pick normal (laughs) yeah Yeah. uh or msb tv love the song love this band so that was 17 that was february 1st turkey turkey 182 how can we download it (laughs) um so that would have been january 17th ish uh marleon says very nice song i like it then nova ladonna says like and so there it is. There might be cool stuff to dig up in these Twit FM things. It's interesting yeah. that they made it its own service where if you tweeted a response, it wasn't on the Twitter platform. That seems str- right. strange. Right, it's like it those it com- on, on Twitter. Yeah, those should just be under there as responses to that tweet, but it wasn't. So anyway, kind of crazy that the Twit FM uh, worked that way. Uh, anything else uh, in your slim pickings? Uh, let's see what else I got. Um... Oh, just to mention on the Futures album, uh, the Wikipedia just briefly mentions it. And Oh, uh, yeah. What did it say? Just that it existed? Uh, a deluxe edition. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. A deluxe edition of the album was released, showcasing the album's songs in demo form. The UK deluxe edition included Shame and When I Want and demo versions of both of them as bonus tracks, while the Japanese version featured Shame, When I Want, You, demos of these three tracks, alongside Sparkle, an acoustic version of work and a cover of the concept by Teenage Fan Club. Um, I also did want to mention the very first time I heard this, um, and maybe it's because I was listening to Taylor Swift's, uh, a cover of Taylor Swift's All Too Well. (laughs) I got some serious Taylor Swift vibes from this song. Okay. Uh, The way I mean, and maybe it's because, maybe it's because she has a similar, I don't know. I don't don't know her She definitely has those uh, G sharp twos or whatever. <laughs> but just like lyrically. And maybe it's because she said night they, they said 19 and oh, this. Sure, I don't know yeah. if that's what it was. Um but I definitely to me I I felt like I got some Taylor Swift vibes from this. Uh and then I have the track notes. I just have what is the live older version. That's what the one that we were talking about. And then the Steve's Rare Music versions 1 and 2. Yep. Um, one is from an, a live performance of the already rare track Sparkle, unknown date and location. And then the second one was, uh, a nut, I guess, another live performance. Yeah. I, okay. That I mean, that was it as far as like the notes for the track to, to kind of uh, go off. Of. Okay. The only other thing was I sent it to Not you much. on title. Um, uh-huh. And I, wa- I was wondering if you hit play on title, it's probably going to want to download the app. Like, I wonder if we listen to even the preview. Oh, but now it says the content's no longer available. So I can link you directly if to I, the song, but if we go to play it, it doesn't exist. It's album 4963131 on title, but yeah. no bueno. 
I was just interested. Yeah, I was like, oh, we let's to, listen to this version that says remastered 2021, which is also strange. Um, right. But if anybody has title, let us know. 44J pod. And I mean, maybe I'll set up a, a trial account. Although I set up a trial account for uh, YouTube premium and I'm so spoiled. Yeah. I can't not have YouTube premium. No, so, yeah. no, dude. So spoiled. Really? They did the same thing with Hulu and we when we ended up upgrading it with no commercials and it's like we can't go back now. Oh yeah. It's it's <laughs> it is a little bit the commercials, but a lot of it is like I'll listen to tech reviewers that have YouTube channels and not podcasts. Uh-huh. And now I can go out of the YouTube app and continue to listen <laughs> while it's going. And I oh. now, now they have picture in picture with the iOS app. So now I'm like, I don't know, man. I might be uh oh dude. Yeah, I might be They sucked might, you in. Yep. And I did it because, <laughs> you know, I would show Wes like I for some reason, I think we've talked about it. YouTube is like I'll I'm really good at switching our accounts if we're watching on Disney Plus or Netflix or Hulu or anything like that, but for some reason YouTube, I'm just only ever logged in as me. So we're watching like a Daniel Tiger video or a Coyote P- Peterson video and then it's showing the the trailer for don't speak to or whatever <laughs> um and he like it's just and you can't you know you have to wait five seconds to skip past i know it. you have to go like through all the can. scary stuff yeah so daddy no yeah <laughs> um the the benefit oh, for man. you is it uh i did add the jimmy pod youtube account to the premium family so Theoretically, you could have YouTube Premium by using the Jimmy Pod account. Um, oh, yeah, interesting. So yeah, I don't know. And how maybe long is how long's the trial for? <laughs> uh, oh, I think the trial's up. I think I paid. <laughs> I think I just that's why. So yeah, that's why I was like, oh, I'll see, set up I a trial. Okay. Although I, I, I don't like everything that Title had against uh, had over Apple Music. Now Apple Music has, so I'm not. You know, I'm yeah. not going to stay on Title. Um, right. But, uh, I am interested just to see if I can get it to play um, or use my VPN and try different countries. Like, but it says 2021 yeah. remaster. So that's what I'm really interested in. I suppose I should ask I'm Zach about Germany. that. Yeah. Yeah. German. <laughs> um, like, ask Zach, like, what's this? And watch you. He's just like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So that's it. Um, uh, because we brought it up, should we go through some of those live videos? Yeah. Let's okay. do it. So. Uh, there's Steve's Rare Music, but Steve's Rare Music one and two, but let's listen to the Nita's Hideaway Sparkle okay. in February 2000. My brother, our friend Mike Hayden, and I drove up to Phoenix. Oh, from yeah. Um, These guys, do you have the, that? Yeah, the, no? board, the board recording. Um, yeah. I've got it. Let me check. There's, I've got it. Yeah, hit me with it. Yep. Yeah, there it is. That was the live older version. Yeah. And this one, I love because it's a board recording. It's, it's really, really yeah. well done. This is the guy that shouts out the place he rented it from and all that stuff. They're really new, so you're kind of our our, uh, our test audience here. This, I built this up too much. I just want to kind of ease into it, and then no one would know that. Okay, this song is called Sparkle. so dry yeah the 
for as dry as it is, they do sound pretty good. Yeah, I know, right? Like I everything's feel like grounded. They could mess up, the and you would clearly hear it. There's no buzz. Yeah. I, I want just like a little bit of reverb on uh, on Zach's yeah. kit. <laughs> you almost notice that the most in the drums, there's no room to it. Yeah. Concept is a teenage fan club cover, right? Yeah. This kind of has that. I wonder if then they were doing teenage fan club. Like it, this, this has like a teenage fan club vibe to it. I feel. I not knowing a lot about the band, but knowing Ben Gibbard's covers of Teenage Fan Club and the concept, I can see a parallel. So it's almost okay. like I wonder if they were. Oh, we'll cover Teenage Fan Club. Oh, it, let's make our own Teenage Fan Club style song. I I can't weigh in on that because I've never heard Teenage Fan Club. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, but I, I I'll take your word for it now. Yeah. Um, so this does have have some of those vibes, huh? Yeah. Is it that? Is it the drum the drum work where it's like pop? pop yeah, it's pop, just very pop, plodding pop, pop. almost. Yeah. Uh, is everything's downstrokey? Right. Right. And that's that seems like the only difference here from other Jimmy World songs is like everything else. The elements sound very much like Jim and Tom and Rick and Zach, except for the the drum just seems kind of like poppy, like bubblegum poppy. Where it's um, yeah. Plotting, like you said. Um, And then I noticed this three years ago. Cars Simplified, Caesar Music, uh, commented on that video. I had no idea this recording was from 2000. Very cool. I missed that old BBS board. Lots of cool stuff is gone forever now that it's gone. So I wonder if we'll have to listen to Caesar Music. Is one of his videos from that performance? Hmm. Uh, So the uh, the one where the uh, one that says audio only unknown. 
maybe uh and probably the one that says indoor show um yeah let's maybe jump to that one real quick yeah uh, um do you have that one linked i have two but i can't see anything i'm gonna look at the, the comments here uh it was probably in a club venue in 2003 so let's see if this is the same one you know that the audio quality of it like you said it was dry it reminds me of when oh, let's see it was uh what oh it just reminds me of when i started getting into recording and oh, yeah. I plug I plugged like the amp directly into the computer and it just uh-huh. sounds like there's no digital room, nothing. It's just oh, my gosh, it's terrible. Yeah. And then it, I started learning about miking the the amps and then getting that sound <laughs> out of it. But that's yeah. kind of what that reminds me. But of. that's why everybody right. doesn't like that's why everybody's mad at Blink 182 uh, for recording with Kempers uh, because yeah. they're basically recording a modeled amp plugged directly in. And I right. mean, everybody swears by, I think even John Mayer records with that shit. At least his stuff sounds good, but for, for some reason it just, it doesn't translate super well, like to the Blink-22 records and the songs are good, yeah. but the, but the meat, like the, the, the low end of it, the gut of it sounds like it's kind of stripped away. Um, so oh, okay. it's probably just different songs work better for anyway. Here we go. Uh, I don't think this is the same, but get listen to who, what's getting called out before they start this song. So we'll mm. jump to 120 on the next video I play. But uh, did you hear what they were calling out at the beginning of this one? No, I couldn't. I evil couldn't number out. one. Evil, uh, number, evil one. number one. And who was calling for evil number one? That's so weird that they would call for evil number one unless that were not in the year 2003. But if that were also from the year 2000, because evil number one was the original title of the song Get It Faster, unless yeah. they liked the idea so much of evil number one that they kept they then tried they, to call sparkle evil number one because somebody with a microphone is saying evil number one and then they start playing sparkle um but theoretically it sounded to me like jim <laughs> right, right? But, yeah i don't know um let's take another listen to at the beginning because i thought jim was talking and someone's interjecting let's take a listen It, it sounds like Jim. <laughs> it does. You know, yeah. Not done. Not 
Not to this degree, but it sounds like... Like when Mark and Tom talk when, to Satan on the Mark, Tom, and Travis show. <laughs> no, I was going to say, when at the very end of uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, when they cast Pee-wee in his own movie, and he's the, the bell the bellhop, yep. Mr. Paging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman, Mr. Herman, you have, you a, have telephone a telephone call, call at the front. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It just sounds like he's lowering his voice down there. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, man. Paul Rubens just turned 69 or something like that. Isn't that insane? Yeah, that is insane. Also, nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so so uh, uh, let's take a listen. I, I Just because, why not? Um, let's take a listen yep. to the original Evil Number 1, as far as we know, Get It Faster, which sounds nothing like that. It sounds more like this. Is that the bridge? This is the beginning of it. This is how it starts. I know, but this is, is, that, is this the bridge? It's the sparkle bridge, the, those chords? Oh. Yeah, let's jump to the bridge of this song and see what we think. Like I would, anytime I hear a song with that chord progression, it's ripping off "Get It Faster" to me. I feel like I would pick up on it real quick. Well, here, let me let me play this again. I've got this queued up, the Sparkle uh, Bridge here. Right. So that's "Get It Faster." Well, okay, yeah. Now that doesn't want to play now, but I got <laughs> this queued up. Hold on, just a sec. I know <laughs> you go back, and it's like it played it not ten minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, not your fault. I know it's te- technology. Okay, so now this is like a major chord progression. Uh, right. Get it faster is like would be like a minor chord progression. Yeah, so. totally yeah. right. And let's take a listen yeah. real quick since since we're on it. Let's listen to a little bit of "Call It in the Air," which I hear a little bit of, but it's a little more rocking. I'll jump to the bridge. the bridge I guess and it's more like the main rip this is very taking back Sunday <laughs> oh totally yeah right oh now I want to see taking back Sunday cover this <laughs> this part Oh, the end. It sounds like a star like so ringing good. out. Yeah, you know? totally. <laughs> so that Starlight Starbright thing, that was like what I Googled when I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to say Starlight Starbright. Um, and then 
let's listen to a little bit of the bridge to for me this is heaven which i also think it sounds like a little bit of you want to play the bridge to sparkle again just real quick yeah let's get that going all right back this up <laughs> prime it <laughs> But a skin haven't found. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta go ahead. Okay, so let's jump to the bridge here. It's definitely well, in, I know for in the a fact, ballpark. yeah, that bridge is D, G, B minor back to G. Um, so it's got four, di- that one's got three different chords. Mm. And the sparkle one has, seems like it's like that, uh, the, the four different chords. But you're right. It's I, That one has a lot of the vibes of sparkle in it. Agreed. Right. <laughs> concur. Uh, so let's <laughs> jump to now. Do you concur, doctor? Uh, now let's jump. Uh, I think we we're going to jump to 120 on Steve's Rare Music Unknown Date Location 2, which is at an outdoor venue of some sort. All right. Um, last minute uh, team meeting about our game plan. We have, some, we have some new songs. So they're, they're really new. So you're kind of our... our uh, our test audience here. So. Ah, this is Nita's Hideaway. This... Oh, ah, I interesting. I just want to yeah, this is Nita's Hideaway. Oh, yeah. okay, there it is. So the same the, so the test audience location thing, yeah. two. And uh, let's take a look and maybe Steve's Rear Music uh, corrected himself. Updated. Dating location is unknown, yeah. but probably an outdoor show in 2003. He did not. Uh, but... Uh, we saw that he commented as his Futures Past account on that other video, knowing that now, instead of from 2003, it was from 2000, which makes sense. So there it is. Um, mm-hmm. Shall we jump into community? Yeah, sure. Community. Again, um, not a lot. Did you, mm-hmm. end up, did you end up perusing Facebook? Was there much on there? I, I went everywhere, and there was not... Um, I, t- I took a couple things from Facebook, I guess, yeah. Um, okay, Jennifer I got, I got R. four... Go ahead. Jennifer R. from Facebook. Jennifer R. Let's says it's her say. favorite B-side. She says, a song called Sparkle. They performed it a few times in 2000 and then never to be heard from again. It never was performed again, and it didn't appear on an album. If I ever get a chance to sit down with the band, I'd ask them, whatever happened to the song Sparkle? I have a VHS tape somewhere with them performing Inside Nita's Hideaway in Tempe, and they sang it then. But I don't have a VHS player anymore. The only proof that I have that this song ever existed. And then I gave her the Nita's Hideaway video that I found on YouTube and she went crazy because that was the video and she shared it with her friend and she was going nuts. (laughs) So she was very excited that that was digitized for everybody to see. And then, no surprise, Stephen Brand's favorite, Sparkle, is one of my most played tracks in the past 10 plus years on Last FM. Um, So Stephen Brand, Caesar Music, loving that. Uh, Those were the ones that I found on Facebook. What did you have? 
Okay. Um, from a year ago, Tech Noir Light posted a, a this was a self post with the music title here early version of sparkle just found this early version mm. of sparkle thanks to love disaster 69 nice nice for recording this uh surprising how actually old the song published in futures as bonus track on of japanese version in 2004 but written in 2000 even before bleed american was released and it kind of sounds like my enemy doesn't it so now we've got even more songs brought in here um yeah. Sieb's comments and says wouldn't be surprised if they took this version same chord progression he just changes the timing up my enemy is just the root note jim was admitted jim ha- yeah was admitted before that he's reused songs by reversing the progression yeah cautioners and apc uh is one of these root notes for my enemy can be heard in congratulations as well mm. yeah it's it's hard not to i mean you've only got so many chords to work with and and progressions yeah, totally. right yep especially with their sound um yep. it was out Pretty quickly in this was four years ago. Walking on a wire's future survivor round three uh, songs eliminated seventeenth of eighteenth place. It was uh, Sparkle was voted out with six votes and yep. <laughs> wasn't much. It, it didn't really stand a chance. I'm sure that uh, Futures Past did his best to keep it in there. Yeah, totally right. <laughs> <laughs> a uh, favorite two years ago from Luker BL. Favorite non-album tracks? I really like No Sensitivity, especially the acoustic version, and Splash Turn Twist. And then somewhere in here, we're going to see Sparkle. There we go. Greveling 89, Be Sensible, is the popular answer, and I have to agree. I also like Sparkle. So Greveling 89 likes it as well. Uh, And then, oh, this is a bummer, man. I know that you have, you got this lower range uh, note. I'm glad that you pulled this. Uh Uh, I was bummed, though, that... Two years ago, Snake Oil 27's uh, post was, here's a webpage that showcases Jim's vocal range. It's pretty interesting oh. to see which songs he sings the highest and lowest. Blue Names sung in falsetto. I, I, it's called therangeplace.com. The URL was bought out, and I don't know how exactly uh, archive.org works, but it must, maybe it's trying to grab imagery that it, did, that it didn't archive on right. its site. And so by doing that, it immediately gets a 301 redirect, which is like, it's just saying, look, this, this URL has been re- redirected somewhere else. So nothing loads, which was right. a bummer. So I wanted that's got to be Range Planet, which is what I reference to pull all these ranges. From. I'm hoping that because ra- the Range Place converted into like a forum. It's like uh, yeah. Range, range, range Planet is essentially a forum. Yeah. Okay. Then good. So that must be what it is. So and it, it does converted. say blue so marks the same notes song. sung in falsetto. Underline marks notes obscured from the mix. Italics Perfect. mark non melodic notes. So yeah, I, I do reference it on uh, okay. on every on every episode. Yeah. All right. All right. Good. Oh, so that's it is, cool that, that, that stuff was changed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I this is so weird. I think it, it's just things that I upvote out of the blue. So in this thread here. Uh, oh, yeah, Snake Oil says TLDR. His highest note is sung in Be Sensible and lowest in Sparkle. Yep. Um, and then they talk about how impressive that range is. But down here, Pebble Swift, four points two years ago. I've been trying to find this exact info for a while. Thank you. I upvoted it. Nice. That one comment, you know? I mean, not that I, I wouldn't have. I just wonder what. I didn't upvote the post. <laughs> I just upvoted Pebble Swift's comment. So, anyway, strange uh, strange happenings there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's all I got for uh, Community with all right, I got a couple things here. JimmyEatWorld.net site had two posts of news that mentioned this. This is a fan site. Um, 81401. 
so a month before 9-11. I just got back from seeing three shows in two days, The Glass House on Sunday night, Craig Kilborn on Monday, and then El Rey on Monday night. Whew. The yeah. shows rocked as usual, but this time with the help of Rachel Hayden as an extra guitarist. Some highlights were for Table for Glasses, Cautioners, Hear You Me, Episode 4, No Sensitivity, Authority Song, and Claire, among many others. These shows had a lot of hype. There were even scalpers trying to sell tickets for upwards of $80. Jimmy Eat World seemed to be less personable, yet the crowd was the most pumped that I've witnessed. The Blink-182 girls were actually a nice addition because they danced to the music. Oh, and for those of you in TV land that saw The Late Late Show... Jimmy Eat World sounded a lot better in person, and they actually played the beginning of the show, not the end. Here's some recent news and tidbits. Jimmy Eat World were recently slated to go on tour with Weezer and Ben Folds, but then Ben Folds dropped out and Cold was booked, so Jimmy Eat World promptly opted out. This was the cause of cancellations and uncancellations for many Midwest shows this month. We don't have the patience to do the same thing every album, referring to the different sound on Bleed American. The middle will most likely be the next single. Bleed American is the first album where each of us are 100% happy about it. While making Bleed American, we didn't have a clue what label, if any, would be put on. Sparkle was recorded by the band themselves, but is being saved for the next album. So there is a Sparkle demo that exists somewhere that the band themselves huh. recorded, but we don't have access to. So right. then a year later, on August 3rd, 2002, the music section has returned, they're referring to JimmyWorld.net, with some Sparkle MP3s, and there should be some videos up soon. And I went, they were all media fire download links that are expired, um, but right. my guess is that they're probably from that Nita's Hideaway show uh, audio. Uh, welcome the newest member of Jimmy World Online's family, online family, Mish, who is now in charge of the music section. And then, oh, actually, uh, what did I miss? Oh, uh, July 31st, 2002. So just a week before that last post, as you can see, the pop-up fixed new lyrics for Sparkle. So they added lyrics for Sparkle in uh, late July 2002, right after I graduated high school. Um, and then finally, I don't know, a uh, cool thing. Uh, uh, kind of in the top three quarters of his <laughs> or the bottom three quarters of his top 100 jt o'donnell Ooh, it's the bottom three quarters oh the the gosh so is that 78 73 uh <sighs> sparkle okay. german compilation 2004 I had a hard time finding an official release for Sparkle, which the band started playing live in the Bleed American era. I had a bootleg recording of the band playing it around this time with Jim saying something about how they decided to play it after a last minute change to their game plan. I never figured out exactly where the recording came from, but it showed the potential the song always had. Eventually, the band recorded a proper version of it that ended up initially appearing on a German compilation the same year Futures came out. The syncopated guitar lines, big sounding choruses, and Jim singing about catching the sparkle fading from behind his subject's eyes made sparkle highlight from this era, says Jake T. O'Donnell. Hmm. And that is community. I have two rave DJs. <laughs> I have one, and I based mine. <laughs> are, you, are we going to listen to both of yours, or you want to pick um, one? I haven't heard either of them, so I don't know. Okay. Do we? How about we play one of mine? 
and then one of yours and then one of mine. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Let's do this one because this one is less likely to work. Um, but I've been wrong in the past. This is called Sparkle It in the Air. And so <laughs> me just throwing ah. the songs I thought it sounded like in the bridge together in Rave DJ to see how they came out. Let's take a listen how Sparkle It in the Air sounds. <laughs> Here we go. She's got Nope. Uh-uh. Uh, is it going to regain itself, though? Have the wheels blown off? Oh, yeah. We can pull the plug. I mean, there's things that sound cool, but... Yeah. yeah. That one just, like, it, it just it just went from zero to 100 miles an hour. Yeah, exactly. The gas just hit the carburetor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, this is called... And I think it's just because of the way that they had the uh, the title set up with the band names in them. Uh, Ratitude Eat World. So when I <laughs> when I read that comment about uh, this sounds like a Weezer song, right? There was one album, and I did the math because this came out in 2005. Ratitude mm. came out in 2003. It's the one Weezer album that I have in my truck still in the CD player, <laughs> listened to it, David, this past weekend, of course. Awesome. Um, so I knew which song I wanted. It was on there, and it's um, it's called You Put Me Back Together. That's the uh, the name of okay. the track. It's the final track on this. Um, so that's that's these. We could call up. it We Sparkle. I felt, you Sparkle Me Back Together. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's the song that I felt like when they were talking about it, this was the one that they were referencing. So here we uh-huh. go. She's got Whoa. Yeah, it does kind of fix itself. I love hearing Jim and Rivers the Yeah, Yeah, I know, right? So it's it's okay, and it's funny that you mentioned earlier Cold taking over the tour. Was it the tour or the spot? And uh, uh, Jimmy yeah, World bounced. Band. Yeah, I, I remember that band. So 2003, they had Stupid Girl. Do you remember that song? No. Do 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 do. Stupid Girl. It's <laughs> so nope. bad. Um, okay, here. Let me see if I can uh, quickly pick play this for you. Stupid Girl. Um, and I'll give you one guess as to who Ghost wrote this for them. Rivers? <laughs> yep, Rivers Cuomo. You remember this one? 
It sounds just like a... Sounds totally like a, a Weezer song, though. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is like the same year, I think, that like Trapped was big. Yeah. You know. Um, I love that Rivers wrote this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he had a hand. And the same I year hear that he put out Ratitude. Yeah, you can totally hear it. <laughs> Stupid girl. Yeah, yeah, totally. All right. Now, what do you got for yours? Your other one. Uh, my other one is called it. "For Me, This Sparkle Heaven," <laughs> and so it's got to be better, right? Oh yeah, it's got to uh, be. So let's take a listen. It's at least in the ballpark. There's tempo. No way, but up from here. Yeah, above All palm right. trees. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. All right, here we go. For me, this sparkle heaven. <laughs> right out the gate. Oh, cool. Yeah. She's got a Consider that for me, this is heaven. It's a three, four time. It's not, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, you're right, though. The, the time signature change. I think there is a chord, and you can hear it. Um, we heard it clearly, I mean, when we listened to it, but it was more clear to me in the live version. There's a chord progression, and it's not like they modulate, but they, they put a chord in there that they sing to it, but it's just not the same chord structure. And so when it tries, when Rave DJ tries to place that, I think it gets it makes it even worse. Like it, it's just like wow, this it thought it was gonna go back to like the original one four five three yeah. chord, and uh, yeah, it doesn't make. I don't. I don't think Sparkle makes for an easy rave DJ. Clearly, yeah, is <laughs> <laughs> what it amounts to. No, I don't think so. Um, so yeah, man. Um, I don't know what do you, what are your final thoughts on the song Sparkle by Jimmy Eat World? Uh, I like it. Uh, I don't know if I have the same affection for it as uh, Future's Past does. Um, it, it's got a little bit of elements, um, you know, from other tracks. I'm glad it showed up on a on a Japanese release. At least it was on a, on some kind of uh, proper record there. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. Uh, you know, I from having listened to it just a few days ago for the first time. Yeah, that's okay. I'd say it's right in the middle of the road for me. What about you? Yeah, I think I I wrote low key banger on our notes. Uh, from that we reference when we're going to make the plan to do the episodes. Yeah. For, so we pull from this giant list of songs and in there I wrote low key banger and I, it, it is, there's a lot I like about it, but there's enough of it that I don't like 
that is just so plotting and it feels like nothing's happening. Um, even though there are a lot of cool things, but like Zach just is like, it's just a constant like four pop, on the pop, floor pop, style. Pop, like, yeah, yeah, just all the way through. It's just a wall of that. Um, and it's just not all that interesting. So um, I like, I, I don't think I would ever skip it, but I even though I wrote low key banger, I don't think I listened to it since I wrote that on there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think it's a, I think it's a cool B side. That's what I think. Yeah. I think there you go. That's a good, should have been a B side. And I think it's a terrific B side. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess then without any further ado, we'll jump over to Patreon land, but everybody else, please be excellent to each other and party on dudes. <laughs>